Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Both Sides Now, featuring the unconventional duo, Dr. Shirley and medium Kelly White. Two perspectives, one world. This is Both Sides Now. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Both Sides Now. I'm Dr. Shirley. And I am spiritual medium Kelly White. And hello, John. Hi, John. Hello, ladies. How's it going? How are you today? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited good. about our show. How I know. Be? So excited about our Kelly, show. I have to say you have a beautiful glow about you today. Well, it must be because I got out of the house today. <laughs> and I used my fake tan on my top of my head. <laughs> I don't have to use that. Oh, my God. I'm a little shiny and veiny. And I just, uh, I just don't care. No, I got out of my house because I had to go actually deposit a check at a bank two hours from my house. Well, ask me two why I had to do that. Hours. Because the person who wrote me a check wrote in such tiny, tiny letters, tiny writer, that um, it wouldn't be picked up on my mobile phone app. So oh I had to, God. Don's like, you're risking your life to go? And I'm like, yeah, I am. So <laughs> off I go Of course, while I was there, I tried to find Miss Clairol. I couldn't find it anywhere. And um, I don't see roots at all. That's because I have my say. spray, my spray crap. I put, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah there nice. you go. Yeah, yeah, I tell well, you, between that, yeah. my hair, my nails, it's like, oh, Cheryl, <laughs> such a drag. <laughs> but I got out of the house and it I was know. really, it was nice to get out because I, I hadn't have, been out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell you, I have such an appreciation and a, I already oh. loved her, Anita, my housekeeper. But I love her so much. I mean, I am so sick of cleaning and <laughs> laundry right? and cooking and cooking. Oh, and I am so sick of it. I could cry. I, I, I could cry. I, I, well, I don't clean. I never did. So that's nothing has <laughs> changed. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is I get a little OCD. So if I start something, I have to then finish it because then I can't relax. And so everything has to be scrubbed and everything. Has, yeah, I can't. Okay, so you and Don, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> not Don me. Along so well. uh, that's not Don't me. I'm like, what was visiting you guys in for New Year's. I kept noticing something on the floor and I kept picking it up and he goes, oh, you noticed that too? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I tell you what I did do yesterday, which was really unbelievable. My, our niece, Peggy, who's just... Oh, love her. Just love, 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 love her, her so much. Love. She has not been out of the house. So she um, came to, um, she shaves llamas. She shaves llamas. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> she shaves llamas. So she came over to shave our dog, Otis, because Otis was just a hairy, knotted mess, you know? And she did the best job. And John, I'll give you guys a picture and you can post it and it's hilarious. But he looks like a lion now. Because okay, so his head is still big so, and his body's thin now. <laughs> it's really so wait a funny. Minute. So, so I'm still stuck on the shaving llamas. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like no. as a hobby, as no, a no, no, job, no, no, no. what do you no. shave them for? From what I understand now that I live on a farm from Beverly Hills, <laughs> it is, they use the wool. They use the wool of it. Oh. 
And so I is it well, what comes from a llama? Uh, the llama hair? I, I don't know, but they, it's real special. An interesting job. Well, she does a lot of things, but that was one thing. So she brought her llama shears over and Otis came right over to her. He was so good. And she just shaved him down because it's hot here. Well, it's cold today, but it was hot. And he's been wow. carrying this extra fur on, you know, and normally he would have been to the groomer three times by now. So anyway, we're all a making llama, A llama shaver. That is, I don't know. It's amazing, the creativity. I always, yeah. I always joke that if my profession didn't exist, you know, when people say, just relax. Oh, yeah. that's what I needed to do. Okay. I said, if it was that easy, my profession wouldn't exist. And I'd right. be in Egypt with a little brush, wearing khakis and a hat and just brushing. <laughs> I could just totally see you doing brushing that. Brushing the soil by oh myself, my brushing the soil, looking oh for treasure. Not treasure, I, but artifacts. You know what I do? I would be a Walmart <laughs> greeter. I swear to God. I got a lot of energy. Jack, what would you do? Oh, wow. I don't know. I have to think about that one. <laughs> I have too many things. You know, I'm a dabbler, so I love doing that. That's bit right. You do. You do dabble in quite decision. a few things. Yeah. Well, let's so talk what, about the, what's going on with the energies. Cal. Oh, oh, yeah. My goodness. Well, can't you feel the energy of our person that our guest? Oh, my God. I am you guys so are going to just love yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to make this quick because I've been talking about this. Pluto is retrograde between now. It went on the 25th and it goes until October 4th. So when Pluto Pluto is death and transformation, it's, it's a big one. And when it goes retrograde, I'm going to explain to you what that means. It really, it means to have a lot of faith in everything right now. It's every mm. test is a test of faith. But when Pluto is direct, then you find out secrets of others. Oh, but when it's retrograde, what do you deal with? It's time to deal with your shadow and everybody's got a shadow side. So I show on the shadow side. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a yeah. show in not in three weeks, I think from tonight on the shadow side mm -hmm. and the shadow side is the unconscious aspect of yourself. So everybody's home alone, right? But most people are, a lot of people are home alone. Mm. And it, so you have to look at the shadow is the ugly side. The thing you don't really, I, I'll give you a quick example. I had a, a, a client who was, just so prim and proper, you know, she was so prim and proper. You just was like, come on, let's, what's underneath that hood, you know? Right. And I'll right. tell you what was underneath that hood. <laughs> she, all I think she could think about was her best friend's husband and having an affair with him. That yeah. wasn't, that's the shadow side. You know what? That is so interesting that you say that because there was a psychiatrist that I used to work with and same thing. So prim, but, but I always, there was no variety to him and I always knew there was something under. And then I heard the things he would tell like the, the secretaries and the assistant, but I mean, gross sexual stuff to the point, I mean, that's it, off the chart. And I thought, how can, you know, how can you present so one way and be the exact opposite? It's that unconscious part. Yeah. And so yeah. Shirley and I are going to uncover the uh, shadow side in about three weeks. And so this is, it, this goes until October 4th. So everybody's going to be dealing with their own stuff. So really take a look at yourself under the hood, you know, really. Oh, I I will confess what my shadow side is. I'm not sure, but I know you know what I it is. I do, Cheryl. <laughs> so but we'll wait for three we'll weeks. Figure it out. Yes. All right. Absolutely not. Hanger for people to tune in with that. Oh show. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know me. I'm an open book. i you know, we all have our stuff. Yeah. So let me. So keep going. No, no, no. It's, that, we're done. It? We're done. Okay. Right. That was a quick update. All right. So 
Our wonderful, wonderful guest is yes. Prajna Avalon. She's an energy healer and medium who grew up in a healing community in Brazil, where she was often exposed to deep transformations, energy, the deep transformations that energy healing can bring. From an early age, she studied different forms of healing and started volunteering as an energy healer at the age of 20. And we also found out that she moved to Massachusetts when she was 20. After studying and practicing traditional Brazilian healing for many years, her passion for helping others led her to the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, which many regard as the premier healing school in the world. Prajna graduated the four-year program receiving a certificate as a Brennan Healing Science Practitioner. In wanting to deepen her experiences and knowledge, she stayed for another three years of advanced studies, teacher training, and certification as a Brennan Integration Practitioner. It was at Brennan that she received advanced training in individual and group personal process facilitation. Prajna believes that healing comes from simultaneously balancing the energetic and physical levels. Oh, absolutely. Welcome, Prajna. Hi, Prajna. I, we forgot to mention you're calling in from India. Yes. I am calling in from India. Yes, it's it's wild. We will you? hear the crows crowing. <laughs> you will hear a lot of crows in the background. That's yeah. what it is. Crows and, and the, the occasional monkey. And tell we're, us about... You said earlier when we were the three of us or four of us were chatting, you said um, that there are 3,000 people there where you are chanting right You're now. You're in an ashram and they're, and they're all doing I mean, their spiritual practices. Yes, I'm in an ashram, which is a monastery for those that don't know what it is. And we're 3,000 people here now. Usually we have a lot more, but we're down to 3,000. And in these three hours, which started about half an hour ago, that's when most people do their spiritual practices. So people are chanting, their mantras are doing their prayers. It's a really, um, really special, really auspicious time. So I think all the energy is going to be here with us too, which is yeah, really so amazing. If, so if listeners out there feel that energy, you know yeah. where it's coming from. Yes. So I have so many questions. I'm just curious <laughs> how it all started when you were little. What yeah. did you notice? Did you come from a family of, of healers? How did the yeah, whole thing start I, for I you? do come from a family of healers. Actually, my, my parents got into healing because I was really, really sick as a baby and nobody could figure out what I had. Oh. Uh, no doctors or anything. So they ended up going to a healing center for help because they had been, I think I was a couple of years old by that point and the healers completely healed my body and I was fine from then on. So they really dove into that life. So my father- What symptoms did you have? I had a, a lot of stomach pain. Like they say, I would roll. I actually remember, I have memories uh, from when I was one. And, and I remember rolling on the floor with so much pain, screaming and being taken to doctors and throwing up most days and uh, feeling dizzy and having so many tests and, and they couldn't figure out what it was. And I remember my mother crying because she didn't know what was going on. And the, the healing work, I think within a couple of weeks, really got rid of everything. And then my parents were sold. My father became a, a medium. He was a trans medium. Um, he doesn't practice anymore. And my mother went into more of the healing work. So I grew up with all of that. And for me, it was very natural. Ever since I was a child, I always saw spirits. They would always walk around near me. My best friend was my guide growing up. And uh, yeah. uh, I called him wow. Ben. Yeah, he left when I was 20. I got new guides at that point. But, um, <laughs> I bet. but yeah, I know. I was like, it's been nice. He didn't tell me he was leaving. And suddenly he wasn't there anymore. Oh, and, that and I called him back and I said, what happened? You know, and he explained to me, he actually had moved on to work with teenagers 
teenagers that had passed on from drug abuse. Oh, and that's what wow. he was doing. And then I got this, these new guides that were, you know, for the next phase of my life. So I always had these abilities, which were kind of like out of control when I was a kid. It was actually too much for me. And I asked uh, them to be reduced because I just was seeing spirits all the time, hearing things all the time. And mm. I, you know, I was predicting things too much. It was too overwhelming for me as a kid. And nobody in the healing center could even know what to do. You know, and like as I was like 10, 11, 12, my friends, parents, and grandparents would come to me for psychic readings or for healing of their physical symptoms and things like that. And it was great, but it was a bit overwhelming. So I bet, yeah. He was always kind of like, like it was there, you know, and, and I just continued it. I figure like that's my, my life's path. The first time I had a medical intuitive hit, so I, I think it was seven. And uh, my grandmother was very, very sick. She was in her 80s. And my father was in the garage fixing his car. And he was telling me about it. And I just heard that she had labyrinthitis, which I had never heard that word before. And I said to him, oh, she has labyrinthitis. And he's like, what? what is that? And I just kind of went back to playing, you know, because that was normal for me. And a few weeks later, he came and he said, how did you know? And I said, I just knew. And he said, they just figured out she has labyrinthitis and that's why she's falling and that's why she's dizzy. And that's why, and so it's always been there. I feel like that's why probably why I'm here, you know, it's why I, I, that's why I don't know. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So what kind of, how would you describe the kind of healing that you do? Is it, is it a specific kind of healing or how would you describe so it? So I grew up like in this Brazilian tradition of healing, two different traditions, which was a lot to do with connecting with your guides and your higher purpose and then trying to embody that in this life. You know, we believe that there's a cycle of reincarnation uh, that happens over and over so we can evolve and grow. So it had a lot to do with that in the beginning. The physical healing that I would do, I think it was honestly like innate from that I brought from before. Like I actually have memories of where I was before I was born and the trainings I was going through and preparing for being oh born my and my groups and where I lived and the studies that we would do. So I think he was there, you know? So when I moved to the US, I actually wanted to be a psychologist because I wanted to help people. And I thought that's going to be my degree. You need a degree. You're going to be a psychologist. And I was getting yeah. ready to apply for college. And I was visiting a friend and there was a catalog from the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, which is like this, it is the most comprehensive healing school that, that's been uh, existed so far. And I opened the catalog and I had this visions of me studying there and teaching there. Oh, wow. And I, I remember I signed up and I hadn't even read the catalog. I just said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And Barbara Brennan, she used to be a NASA physicist. So she developed this amazing curriculum, which has to do with personal process work and then working very specifically with the levels of the energy field and the chakras. And you can go into the cellular configuration. You can work on tissues. You can work on past lives. You can work on trauma. You really go wow. into the specifics of what each layer and chakra correspond to everything. And I, I love that. I'm very medically oriented. I, I worked in a hospital for many years as an interpreter. So that program to me was like, Wow. And then oh, you release yeah. that to the client saying, okay, this is what's happening. This is where it feels like it's coming from. And you give them the tools to really help their healing go forward. So they're, you know, they really take the healing in their own hands. 
So that's a, a little bit of a little summary. I guess. Wow, that's wonderful. So how do people get in touch with you and how does it work? Do they do you have an initial session with them and then you continue the work until what whatever they wanted to work on with you is completed or how does that work so our listeners know? Yeah, basically a lot of people come for me a lot for medical reasons or like they're stuck in life or things are just not moving, you know, there's no effort, there's, there's, it's not effortless, there's something stuck. So usually, you know, they can email me or go to my website, prajnaavalon.com and and I, you know, I'm somebody that I take the moment as it is. Like, I'll never say to people, you need this many sessions or this is what's going to happen because we can change so much from one session to another, from one day to another, from one, you know, moment to another. So I always work with them and we have a session and then we see what happens. And then if we need another one, we have another one and another one. I mean, I have people that have been with me for 10 or 15 years because they worked on whatever they wanted to work on and they stayed for personal work and growth and to be better people and connect with their life purpose. So a lot of my clients come because they're having a, a specific issue and then they're like, this is amazing. And everybody should be doing this all the time. And then they stay, you know, and, and most of my, my, my people are just word of mouth. Like it's always been like that, like 22 years now. Cause I, I believe you have like a calling, you know? And I also also say to my guides, please send me the right people. Cause I feel like they're different healers or psychics or mediums for each person. I believe you know, that too. Mm -hmm. Just like we all like different mm -hmm. movie styles or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, there's right. so yeah. I always just pray and I say, just please connect me with the people that I'm meant to do yeah. with and, and walk the journey with. You know, that's wow. what's happening. That's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It <laughs> really is. Yeah. I'm curious, what do you think of this COVID and where you are in India and the healing that goes with that? Yeah. Uh India is a, a, it's interesting because, you know, we have the strictest lockdown in the whole world. Like we, we literally cannot, if you go out of your house, you get arrested and you go to jail. And it's been like this for like five weeks now. So we really, really cannot go anywhere. Everything's closed in the country. Um, so it's been an interesting time of going inward. And I, I feel like that is my sense in general. I think we're all always so busy, whether it's with our work, with our families, with our hobbies, with our whatever. Like our energy is usually such an outside energy. Out, you know, there our support systems even are from outside usually. And I include myself in all of this. It's so natural in our culture to go out. And I feel like this time, I mean, we're all kind of living in an ashram. I was telling this to a friend the other day, you know, we're here in this ashram and our our daily life is going inside and praying and connecting within and doing service and all that. And we're all kind of being invited to do that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's this beautiful ascension possibility that's happening on earth that has been happening. But I, my sense is that it needed to go deeper. And we were so outside focused that it was stuck. So my sense is that it's really an invitation for us to come in. And when, we, when you come in, you can't help but really connect with your essence, with your heart. You feel, you know who you are more. And I, I truly feel that when we come out of this, we're going to come out stronger, more connected with our who we are, with our groundedness, with our alignment. I, and then beauty is going to happen. That's my feeling. Like I really have a good positive feeling about all of these, even though it's so hard and difficult, or it can be. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. 
I completely yeah. agree that this is the time that all of us need to go in and to come out. And when we come out of this, and eventually we will, everything will yeah. look different. Everything will yes. be different. Yes. You know, but our Absolutely. souls will have grown so much from this period of time. Yes. Yes. And I feel that a lot of times people ask me, you know, when do you think this is going to be over? Like, who, you know, why, why? And it's, and I always say, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, there, there's this beautiful saying that I love, you know, this disciple went to the master and said, master, what's the secret to your serenity? And the master said, wholehearted acceptance of the inevitable. And I feel like this is inevitable. We're all yeah. inside. We're on lockdown. This is what's happening. The virus is spreading. Why are we fighting? Why are you even questioning? Like, when is it? It doesn't matter. What matters is we're here now. What do we do with our days? What do we do with our minds? You know, our minds are what create fear and insecurities and anxiety and anger and whatever it is. So if we're thinking why or when or how, it's going to bring us to that level of fear that is so much in the world. If we just stop and say, you know what? This is what's happening. This is what the world is presenting right now. This is what the universe is presenting right now. And we say, okay, I accept it. Doesn't mean we love it. Doesn't mean we like it. Doesn't mean it's easy. But we just say, okay, this is what it is. And then how am I going to be with this? How do I choose to spend this time? Then I feel like we can get the best, best time out of this. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's so beautifully said. It's so true. <laughs> and oh, she because we can. Yeah, yeah. Definitely walks her talk. We we uh, she can give you the cliff notes version of what we were talking about yesterday about the fact that she was in lockdown for 14 days and had to rely on people for food and water, you know, <laughs> couldn't leave and then, you know, dealing with a broken heart, dealing with, you know, her, her losing her mind. I mean, essentially, she she really can speak to what this this period in time has has done in transformation for her specifically. I think a lot of times, you know, life, I mean, I think we've all seen that in the difficult times in our lives, sometimes the most growth happens, you know, we're, we're, we find our strength in ways we didn't even know we had. So, and I think this is what we're all kind of going through and we're all being invited into it in a deeper way somehow. Like, yeah, like for me, like John said, I was quarantined in a very, very small room because I had been out of the ashram and the laws changed. Then I had to be in this room for 14 days without leaving my door. And it's like a 10 by 12 room, you know? And we don't, you know, I had to depend on people for water, for food, for anything. Some days it didn't really come and I fasted and I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? I accepted and it took me so much deeper into myself. And being in the moment, I was just like, okay, literally, I, you know, if I take four steps in each direction, five on this one, four on this one, that's all I had. So I could have been miserable and depressed and angry and rebellious. And it's not my way. Like, it's just not my way of living. Like, I usually am yeah. a, I'm an optimist and I'm a positive person. And I always just think, you know, I, I surrender. And then I did kind of lose my mind in the first few days. And then I was like, I don't want to do this. And I just became, I had the most incredible, I would say like 12 days after I like calmed down. I had the most incredible 12 days I've probably ever had. And I, I think it's changed me forever and probably wow. changed my work forever. So, you know, it's just like, how do we look at this? How do we embrace it? Well, it's, it's so, I mean, what you're saying is such a wonderful reminder because it is. So much of, of life is about perspective and accepting 
what's yeah. already there and accepting, which I love what you say, people sometimes equate accepting with being okay with it or with liking it. And it doesn't mean we like it. Exactly. We can accept something that we don't like, but yeah. accepting gets rid of the fighting against the, the everything else that gets piled on, not accepting what's happening in the moment. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. very much. Wow, That's wow, that, yeah, Th this wow. could be transformative. I think yep. it could be, and it's many, just many up to yeah. us, like always, you know, it's like up to us how we embrace life at any any moment, you know, and yeah. I think acceptance, I always find it's such a beautiful thing, and I see that, you know, with my clients, I've seen that in my life, you know, sometimes, you know, things happen, or we have like a physical illness, or we break something, or we tear something, or we, we got a disease, and it will change our lives forever, I've had that in my own life, I've seen that with people, and it's like, okay, Am I going to be miserable about this forever? Or, I mean, I'm still alive. I'm still here. Like, what is life, you know, bringing to us? And, and I think I always feel, I mean, I truly believe there's a bigger plan for my life. So who am I to say, okay, this change is not okay. In this limited mind that I am, in this body of prajna right now, like, who am I to say this is not okay? Like, I always try to say, I really don't know. And this is really not what I wanted. But uh, I, I really believe that we are led to our best growth into how we can best help others. And I, uh, I really hope this time can help us all really come into this acceptance and surrendering more. I think our, all of our lives would be so much more peaceful and beautiful if we just went, okay, is this true? is what just happened. And I'm going to adjust and go on from here. Yeah, I yeah. the analogy yeah. that we're all in the same storm, but in different ships. So it all mm. yeah. differently. Mm. Absolutely. Um, sort of I, oh, that's a nice way. Yeah. That's a beautiful, a beautiful way. Amma, the guru that I live with, she always says, you know, if we put a thousand buckets of water outside, we're going to look at each bucket of water and see this beautiful light, you know, of the sun. And she always says, it's not that there are a thousand different suns. It's one sun reflecting a thousand different buckets of water. So we're all connected. It's all one thing. And I, this analogy helps me with this time of isolation. We're all, quote unquote, isolated, but we're not. We're, I mean, even, I think even right now, if any, everybody stops and feels the energy that's here, it's so strong with the four of us here, with everybody that's listening. We can feel the connection. None of us is isolated. We might be in different little cameras, but I feel it so close, you know? So mm -hmm. if we just open to that, just, you know, it's yeah. just, it, it just feeds our soul. It's, we're not alone. We're no, by no means alone. You know, that's so, that's again, just such a wonderful reminder because we can have this opportunity to feel the energy connectedness of all yeah. of us. I, I've, been I think it might it's probably no more than one handful of times where I've gone into a deep 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 meditation guided uh with someone that I was working with and I felt I got yeah. to that place where I felt that connection and it is I mean unbelievable yeah. and you really don't feel alone even if you're yeah. there by yourself you don't exactly. feel alone yes yeah. it's so beautiful yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly you I live there all the time don't you I do. <laughs> I really do, but I'm really feeling this deep energy right now with with all of us here. I mean, really. Yeah. Oh, oh, Gina Marie says, yes, I can feel this energy tonight. Thank you so much for bringing us this enlightenment. I, I couldn't yeah. agree more, Gina. I mean, yeah. really, Prajna, your energy is ex 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's incredible. It's extraordinary, <laughs> actually. Yesterday. <laughs> oh, I understand completely, John. I and I got it when I was receiving your emails. Yeah. Tell us how um, um, remote healing works. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's like a beautiful segment because just as we're talking about, we can feel everybody's energy yes. right now. You know, it's the same thing. Like there's no distance for energy. There, everything is connected. It's kind of like if you're on the phone with somebody and you say, are you okay? I can feel something's wrong. And, you know, the person could be saying, that's how it works. For for somebody that's more trained in that, like you, you just, like for me, like if I get on the phone with somebody or if I get on an email with somebody, it's just like, okay, I just go right into that. And you feel, it's like as, as if the person were in front of me. You're basically just inviting that connection between your energy fields to be present, to be fully, fully, fully present. I mean, there, I, I actually, I'm very bad with facts and remembering details, but I was reading recently there was this uh, study that was done a long time ago with monkeys, and they were on two different continents, these groups of monkeys, and one group of monkeys was thought to do something with potatoes or something like that, and the other group in the other continent started doing something with whatever they I'd had heard available, that, yeah. right? So that's how connected we are. So long, this energy healing is, it doesn't matter if you're in person, if you're long distance. I actually love the long distance healing more because there are no distractions. You can just, you know, the, the clients usually like lying on their bed or their reclining chair or they're reading a book and there's nothing. We're literally just with the energy and the, the testimonials of what happens are is incredible. And even for me, sometimes I'll we'll finish a session and they say, were you working here and here and here? And I'm always like, this is so cool. And I've been doing this my whole life, you know, and I'm still like, this is so awesome. I get so excited because we are so interconnected. And so yeah. it's just simple. It's not, it can sound crazy, but it's actually the simplest thing possible. You know, I, and energy, I, I was just talking with a client this week she um she's been having a lot of uh, abdominal pain for a long time and for the past two years i've been telling her please have your doctors check your gallbladder please have her talk and she's in the us and i'm in india and i'm like please have your doctors check your gallbladder and she's, she's had pain every couple of weeks they've done mris they've done everything they've done and they don't find anything so she actually texted me about a week ago and she said they want to take my gallbladder out and i was like Finally, it's like two years later. I'm like, they finally, wow. the medical finally was able to pick up on something that I had been picking up on energy for two years, and the symptoms finally got enough visible enough in the physical that they could finally see it. And now she's gonna have the relief from this. So, wow. so is it something that is it is it when you're picking up on that? Is it an image that shows up in your mind or? Is it just words that that all of a sudden the words, you know, gallbladder show up in your mind or how does it work for you? For me, I'm very visual. So I, I usually say get the image. And for me, it's like a multiple things at the same time. So before I used to be just visual and then I started feeling things in my body. So sometimes I feel wow. in my own body hmm. and then the knowledge comes and I can I can I know I just know what's happening. It's like a combination. And then I, then I go deeper with the visual, you know, like, and I look deeper in the energy field. And then my next step is usually like, okay, what's happening in the client's process? Is this something that can be worked on with energy healing? Cause a lot of things can be, 
you know, fulfilled in that way? Or is this something that she needs to go through with surgery? So then I, then that's when it started, starts going deeper and deeper. And then I start working with the clients on one direction or another. So it's like a beginning. And then the healing always goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper mm. into wow. whatever is meant to come to their lives. Yeah. Wow. wow. And I heard that you had worked with COVID patients. Yes, oh, yeah, I, sure had, uh, I know. It was fascinating. I was actually kind of like looking forward to when my first one was going to be. Like, you know, it's a new thing. So it's like a learning thing for me. So this was very interesting. So uh, I've worked with a handful of people now. The first two that I worked with, we caught it in the beginning. They probably were having symptoms for uh, less than a week. The first woman, she's a long-term client of mine, very trusting, very surrendering. She really, she just gives herself to the session and she believes in it. Mm -hmm. So I felt it in her. I felt to me, it felt like this very erratic vibration of energy throughout her whole body. It felt like something that moves so fast. Um, and it actually worried me. I was like, I can see how this thing is spreading so much because I could, I could finally see it. Her energy was so open and surrendered to the healing. So what we did, we expanded the vibration of her energy to a, a much, much higher place. And we went into all of the cellular tissues where I saw that it was setting up camp in her body. Mm. And it could, like the, a lower, viruses are very low vibration. Uh, bacteria, mm -hmm. diseases in general. So when you raise the energy, viruses especially, they cannot stay. The higher vibration always wins over lower vibration. It's kind of like electricity, you know? If you put a, <sighs> a, a lamp, a light bulb in somewhere that's like really high vibration, it bursts, it can't survive mm -hmm. there. So we, we did that healing, we raised her vibration and she felt better immediately. And then we did two more, two days in a row and she was completely fine from there and she was having a lot of symptoms. So it was really so cool. The second client is somebody I've seen for many years, but just like a, a, once a year or so. And uh, this client is not as open and more negative and has more negative thinking and is more pessimistic. Mm. Or just, and it was such a difficult session. I had to work so hard to raise his energy and the virus would keep coming back. And then we would raise the energy and the virus keep coming back. So with him, it was more like, you have to help yourself here. I can't be doing this every half hour for you. Like, and it's, so it was a lot about working with his own awareness and consciousness and mental and emotional states because I couldn't, we couldn't, me and the guides, not me. But so it was fascinating for me to see that. There was nothing I could do that was getting rid of that. And it really oh, that's needed fascinating. That. You know what, Shirley? It reminds me of when we work with clients psychologically. Mm, yeah. And you're working with a patient or a client yeah. psychologically, and they mm -hmm. just don't get it. They just can't get there. They just can't get but there. It's almost the same. They're in, stuck. Yeah. They're stuck. Yeah. So, Prajna, what do you yeah. do when you are working with somebody who's so stuck in, in mm -hmm. a vibration and you're trying to get them up? Yeah, so energetically, we create a template that will help them be able to tap into that and then go into their own personal process easier. And that's, that's a lot of what happens in healing in general. Whenever somebody's stuck, whether it's physically, emotionally, in relationships, in jobs, their life's falling apart, they're depressed, 
they can't help it. Like they truly sometimes cannot do it. Yeah. You know, that's why people, and I'm sure you see that in the psychological or the therapy yeah. work, people sometimes really, 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 they want it so much they can't do it. What's happening is that their energy field is so stagnant or there are so many pieces that are waking up and that are creating this situation. They truly cannot do it. So mm -hmm. as a healer, we go into the energy field and we clear whatever is getting the way, which is possible. We clear the stagnation, we open the chakras, align them, we create the energy flow through the chakras again, try to expand their energy field, their, their aura, and create a template. And then I, you know, I work with them and I say, okay, now you got this template. It's not going to be here forever, if, but you go in. And then you know we give them guidance on what to do, and then it's like a kind of you know we work together to to break that cycle. So then they go in and they do their emotional work, they do their personal work, they do their whatever we suggest, and then we come in and do a little bit more, a little bit more, and then it breaks. And then it's this amazing experience when they that's when the breakthrough happens, and then they're suddenly like, oh, I haven't felt this in years, and then they can go out and get a job, or they can go out and feel okay or it's just so beautiful I wonder if that would work with personality disorders are you familiar with personality disorders i am or that term yeah. yes i am <laughs> i can tell that you definitely are because that kind of that kind of knowing that just well because what i what i have found and i've asked i mean i've asked the top you know the Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, Peter Levine. And what I've seen is once the brain, and I'll call it that for lack of a better way to say yeah. it, has kind of shifted into the personal, personality disorder land, yeah. Yeah. it's so hard. I can only move them like just tiny. And, and for the most part, it's that lack of awareness because yeah. that's the first ingredient. That's a necessary ingredient that in and of itself, like your mom, Kelly used to always say, isn't going to shift people, right. but it's a necessary first step in order to start the shift. And without that, and that's, you know, at the highest level of stuck, right, yeah. is not even being aware. So yeah. have you ever worked with someone with a personality disorder of, you know, I have, known to have I that? I have worked with that and I, I will say I, I've had sometimes success and there was one time that I just actually said to the person that we, they needed to find somebody else. So, and it really had to do the level of, with the level of stuckness. Um, energy, it's a very complicated, they're very complicated to, cases to work with and uh, way more than any physical illness I've ever worked with. Or it's very, very difficult because I find most of the times it has to do with past lives and a lot of connections that are still, they didn't let go. You know, usually we like finish a lifetime and we kind of start with a blank, blank slate in the, the next one. I mean, we come with all of our learning and what we're going to work on here and all that. But I've seen that with those people, there are connections with uh, beings that they were together with in other lifetimes that have not completed themselves on many different levels and it's really present here and they just cannot break it so with the healing you very carefully and respecting all people involved you start connecting with each person's higher self each being's higher selves because some of them are incarnated and some of them are in spirits really interesting 
And then you start making that disconnect in the healing and then the personality start letting go. Uh, it usually takes a long time and it, because it's so much involved, but it is such sacred work because you're helping so many souls at the same time. And uh, the one case where I, I couldn't help, it was this, this man, I used to see him in person and he loved the company of his other personalities. He loved that. And I told him one time, I said, I can't help you because you are choosing to stay in this. So I said, it's not, I can't, it's just not in my integrity of my work to just make you feel better every time. Like we need to go further a little bit. So I asked him to take some space and it was actually a relief for him because he did not want healing. He loved where he was at. So yeah, that's like a whole other level of a soul. It's like a soul work on so many different levels. That, that feels so right on that, Does that it? added spiritual explanation of it, you know, because it is, it feels like they are so stuck and almost adamant about staying where they are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and there, you know, I mean, this could be like an hour of conversation also because there's safety in each one of their personalities there. You know, it's, it's, it's one thing if you just have yourself here, but it's one thing of, this is a bit uncomfortable. Let me go to this other place unconscious. You know, it's like this defense pattern that has been working really well. And why would you let go of something that's working really well for you, you know, even subconsciously? So it's such a, I mean, talk, speaking of shadow work you, you were speaking of earlier, I mean, this is like a, like a factory, like a minefield or like a supermarket of shadow pieces to be That's uncovered. like past life, you know, you know, reincarnation, you, you come with your shadow yes. from other you do i mean speaking of baggage it's fascinating awesome. and there's well, a reason you know like you got to look at it this is what's here for a reason you know like i always it's so important to look at it in a accepting compassionate positive way it's like wonderful there's a reason why this is here and you know, let's go I can't remember who told me once it was, it was a spiritual teacher that I was working with that told me everyone is on their own journey. And that helped because I, I could, I could feel the pain. So, and I would get kind of desperate to not be able to help. And once I got that, then I was able to let go. And although, like we've said before, although there's still a feeling, yeah, I could still feel pain for someone but I, I'm so much better at letting go because I understand that everybody's on their own journey and who am I to disrupt what their journey is unless they, That's you know, it. unless they want the help. That's you know? it. I, that is, thank you for saying that. That's so important. I find that in the, the healing world or the psychic world or the mediumship world and all of that, a lot of people come with an agenda. Oh, I want to help this person heal. I want to bring this message. I want to give you this information. That's our ego. You know, that's our mind. I mean, it's coming from a good place, right, a place right. of wanting to give something positive. But like for me, every time I go into a session with somebody, it's the first thing I do is try to let go of all of my, any agenda I may have. You know, somebody's journey might be to not heal immediately. Like mm -hmm. they must probably go through that for a while. And I always like, so when I'm working with people, I let go and I keep letting go all session long. I'm like, is there an agenda here? And I drop it drop it, drop it, so that their guides can come in, their higher self can come in, their life. I feel like 
my job as a healer, and I, I use the word healer because that's what we use, but I feel like as a facilitator, because I'm not healing anybody, like I'm facilitating wherever they're stuck to move so that their soul's journey can move forward. So I feel like my job is to get out of the way. I mean, yes, I highly trained in how to move energy and, you know, although I feel like my gifts are there, like in how to be a clear channel and then that person's life can flow, you know, and the same thing with physical stuff. I'm, you know, the, the, when I was first starting this, when I was graduating from the Barbara Brennan School, I, I'm a very evidential uh, person as a healer too. Like I like to know, does this work or is this just my mind or is this wishful thinking or is this like a placebo effect, you know? So when I was graduating, I was working at this hospital and I got permission. I wanted to do research in the operating room, which is like, you're, you're sick, you're being cut up, you're like being having organs taken out and you have pain. So I wanted to make sure, does this work? So I actually did a, a I had a control group and a healing group, and I would go into the operating room with with people and giving them healings. And at first, I was you know I was like in my early twenties at that point. It was long, I know a long time ago, and there was this part of me like I want to help them. I want to make them not feel pain. I want to really help them. And I was like, no, this is not why you're here. You're here to facilitate. And I would sit there and I would allow everything to happen. And the most amazing thing was too that I would include the surgeons and the op operating room team in it. There was this amazing surgeon. She would make an incision. Her intention was so beautiful towards her patients that the field wouldn't be cut because her alignment was so incredible. And usually when you're having a, sur a surgery, your energy field is all cut up in a disaster. That's why, you know, we go in and I was restructuring everything as it was happening, but allowing the whatever was there to happen. And the more I would allow, I would see sometimes people would be taken out by their energy guides and have this whole session with them during their surgery or where they were being operated on were places where they had trauma and past wounds stuck that could not be moved. So somehow their bodies, created this possibility where somebody's actually going in physically so that could be moved and released and then we could help release it during the surgery and allowing that to happen it was it was magical we had we were doing gallbladder removals and thyroid removals and full mastectomies and 78% of the healing group patients when they woke up with no nausea no drowsiness they didn't take one Tylenol after their surgeries and these people had major body parts taken out and they went wow. home. I mean, nobody, we would all, we were all shocked. Like the, the recovery room nurses would hug me and the surgeons and because you're allowing somebody's process to happen and then you're supporting them. So what you just said about getting out of the way and respecting what it is, oh, it's key, I think, for everything in life, you know, for everything. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have a lot of callers. We John? Do. Yes, let's get to our callers. Okay. Wow. So much fun yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got. I feel like we need like three more hours. I don't know how. I know. We're already 45 <laughs> minutes in. Hey, Tina. Thanks for your, your patience. Uh, do you hear us okay? Yes, I can hear you. Thank you so much, Panja, for all of your enlightenment tonight. And I can feel the energy all the way from India. It's amazing. <laughs> Great. 
do you have a question? I wanted to share with you, I have a similar to what you've been talking about. When I was a child, I had like imaginary friend that I think was my guide. I've always been a really sensitive person. And when I get real emotional, my stomach will get all churned up. Um, I had a, kind of a traumatic work experience five years ago. I had a narcissistic mm -hmm. boss and it threw me into this like anxiety spiral where I was having panic attacks. I've mm -hmm. since overcome that and I'm at a way better job now. Um, but I'm still having like residue. I want to see if you could pick up on anything energetically. For sure. So it's very, very clear. As soon as you started speaking, so what's happening is your boss's energy was so um, aggressive in a way that, you, you know, yeah. sometimes it literally comes in and hurts another person's energy field. So your third chakra, especially in the back area, and it goes all the way, you know, the chakras, if this is our body sideways, the chakras come and meet in the middle. We call this the vertical power current where all of the chakra energies move together. Uh, both of your third chakras got ripped because of that energy. And the back of your third chakra, there's a, a big rip all along it and it goes all the way to the root, which is affecting the connection to the vertical power current. So, that's why you're the panic attacks. If you hadn't gone all the way to the root, you probably would just have anxiety. But since it's all the way, it's sending that uh, energy that's still present in the chakra through to all of the other ones and creating kind of a panic, like your energy, your vertical power current goes like this when you describe it. So there's this tear that's still, so you're basically still reliving that experience over and over and over whenever it gets triggered a little bit. That's what happens like with trauma for all of us, something will trigger and then we don't even know and, and it, we start literally reliving it. So, um, and it feels to me like that happened because there was already an experience in your life, probably earlier on with a, a difficult person like that. So um, you, you just need your field to kind of be brought together a little, a little bit more, and then you're gonna feel your centeredness and your connection again. I actually don't feel like this would be very difficult. And you're you're a very connected person, and your your intention is very strong. So um, you're just still kind of suffering. It's almost like he's still coming at you over and over and over again because of the energetic um, uh, memory of it. Wow. Wow. Thank you for that insight. I, I think you're so right on because actually it is in my third chakra. I started getting a hiatal hernia. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. And I yes. was really affected in that chakra, especially. Yes. Yeah. That, it's very, it's very torn. And what happens when a chakra, so it's, this is perfect because a hiatal hernia is literally, so the chakra is torn. So the chakra starts bulging out. A hiatal hernia is something that's bulging through the, you know, the, the lining of your body so it's that's this is a perfect example of how physical illnesses come through it starts always in the energetic and if it doesn't get taken care of it manifests in the physical it's basically saying hey something's going on here let's take a look so uh it would be you know it would be i think that would be a good route for you to go and it would help your physical body too not to continue getting more sick uh with this over time and you're grounding and you're you, you would have so much more energy through this also, like your centeredness and your grounding, I think it, it would bring you a lot of gifts to uh, get that looked at. <laughs> to focus on that chakra and do grounding, is that what you're saying? 
your grounding would be more harder to do at this point because the chakra is still manifesting the panic and the anxiety. So grounding for you is really, really, really important. However you do it, whether it's connecting with your first chakra, whether it's walking in the woods, whether it's listening to good music, like grounding can be done anyway. So important for you. And then having somebody actually restructure your chakra to uh, cover that tear and uh, uh, reestablish the flow of your vertical power currents. Uh, and then your grounding will go so much deeper. And I actually think your, your intuition, because you're a very intuitive person. So for you, grounding will be always important in your life. Otherwise, you could get out of control and you'll get very overwhelmed. So I think, I think this is, in a way, great that it happened because it brought attention to something that's really going to help you in your future. So grounding, grounding, grounding for now would be amazing. And then getting your third chakra restructured and then see what life brings you from there. I think things will change a lot for you. Wow. Thank you so much, Panja. Yeah, I'll be emailing you because I would love to talk more. My Thanks pleasure. That would be great. Yes. Wow. Thanks for that's, calling, Gina. All right. That's amazing, the direct connection between energy and how it manifests physically in the body. Yeah. You know, you always can see... Um, Anything that manifests in the physical body has been present in the energy field sometimes for years beforehand. Years. It's like my gallbladder story. Like, like two years ago, it was like gallbladder, gallbladder, gallbladder. It finally got to the physical. So it's always in the, it's always in the energetic before. You know, the physical body is created as a mold from the energetic. When, when we're incarnating, when our soul is coming in, our energetic field is already formed in the mold that's going to serve us for this lifetime. And then as the cells start multiplying and everything starts for formatting itself, it goes into that mold and our physical body becomes oh, what it's meant to be. So that's, that's so cool. I know. Wow, so throughout yeah. our life, that's what happens. Like everything is present in the energetic. That's why physical healing is so possible because you go into the energetic, you align everything, the mold becomes positive. And with time, it's positive again on the physical. So it's, wow. it's, 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 I just love it so much because oh, it does yeah. it so yeah. Is there a specific reason why sometimes it has to be fixed in the physical, like your patient, like your client with the gallbladder, that, that it couldn't be healed just energetically, that it had to come out physically and had to be healed with Western medicine, for lack of a better way to say it? Yes. So there are times when the physical body has been hurt so long because of uh, un taking care of things in our energy fields that it's, it becomes harder to reverse it. You know, our cells do take a different form over time. Oh. Um, I mean, I have seen, I have this other in incredibly beautiful, amazing client that she came to me. She had over, I think, 300 tumors all over her body. Oh she had like, I think, three months to live. And we started working and she now has, I think, one active tumor for like the past two years. And like, she's like, it's two years, two and a half years later. And she's here and she's thriving. So everything is possible, you know, everything is possible depending on the client's journey. For me, I feel like each client's journey is so private and unique. So I kind of stay open. Sometimes the reason why this heals, this doesn't heal comes to me and I meant to bring it to them. So it, 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 it helps them in their journey. But I don't usually ask because I just feel like 
it's not for me. Like if it's if it's meant, it will come. So when I saw the surgeries, you know, because all of those surgeries, things were being removed in all of them. <clears throat> it was so necessary for them to have that energetically, they couldn't remove that trauma. So physically, something needed to be removed so the trauma could finally have space to be cleared. So for them, that was the deepest possible healing. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're all so unique. That's why, again, like the letting go and having no agenda is so important because one person's journey is never going to be like the next person's journey, even if they have the very same symptoms or physical issues or life circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 John, do we have time for one more call? We do. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let's see here. We've got a caller from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Can we have your name, please? And I believe you are calling from Tulsa, Hi. right? Is it, is it me? Yes. You're on the line with us. Oh, okay. we have your name, please? Hope. <laughs> Hi, Hope. My name is Hope. Hi. Hi, Hope. Um, I have two questions, if that's possible. I have a delay on my phone a little bit, so you try to say something, I may not answer until a few seconds later. So two things. Um, I had laser, CO2 laser done under my eyes three years ago, and I lost all the fat off my face and head and nose. And I wanted to know if the fat cells were still there and what caused it. And the second, I'm sorry, you had what on your face? You had it also done on your head, on your face and nose. Is that what you said? Um, I said I had a, um, I had skin laser resurfacing with a oh. CO2 laser that's yeah. not supposed to go deep enough to kill fat cells. I had that done under my eyes, and gradually over a period of months, I lost so much fat under on my face yeah my head and my nose that yeah. I mean it's just I look like a different person and I yeah. just, um, didn't know if the fat cells were still there number one and the second question on that is um what caused it and then do you want can I go to the second one or do you want to answer that first let's let's answer this one um so what I see happened is that it actually burned through the cells and it burns through. So the, the first level of the energy field is called the etheric body. It's a beautiful blue level with lines of lights like this. It's actually all burns. Um, there are no lines of lights left intact in that area. So with time, that created a, uh, like a drying up because there's no energy being, this feels like it was, a, a, either it was a while ago, or it was very strong because it feels like it's been there significantly. So that whole area, I would say it would not come back uh, in, if, if nothing was done because it's really not, uh, there's no energy moving through very much anymore. So I would, if I were to work with you, I would do a lot of work on restructuring, especially that first layer of the energy field in trying to reestablish that connection. And then we would see what it would do to the physical body because it feels like it's kind of settled in. So I don't know what would happen. Um, why it happened, I am not picking up on. I'm really picking up on what it's bringing up for you through this time. Uh, the guides are really bringing my attention to this and I can feel it's affected you a lot. I can feel it around your heart. I can feel the sadness around it. 
Um, so I, I feel like that that's a, a really important place to look at, like how has it affected you emotionally or psychologically? And that would be a significant part of the healing too, like the restructuring of this layer and really being with what it, how it has affected you and, and working with that part in your emotional, psychological self. So then it's a combination to really try to bring life and positivity and uh, uh, just goodness and love back to that area. That's, that's what I sense. Mm -hmm. um, can, I ask, can I ask you about, um, I had a collagen stimulator called Sculptra injected into me a whole vial. And a year later to try to get collagen to try to stimulate volume. And I had a reaction and nobody ever has reactions to this. And it's still in my bloodstream. Of course, the medical community doesn't believe me, but it is still yeah. in the bloodstream. And I was wondering if you had any idea about that. I mean, yeah, um, these I can I can. Yes, I can sense that um, it is it is possible to clear that a lot of things stay in the bloodstream for a long time. Even like a dye for an MRI can stay up to like 10 years in somebody's bloodstream, you know, wow. like really making a mess. So and you're right. Like it affected you a lot. And I think part of what I feel is that people are not really believe, believing you or getting what you're sharing. Uh, because I think it goes a little deeper than, than normal. Um, I think there, I think it's possible to clear it, but honestly, like that doesn't feel as serious to me, serious to me as really helping this area. Like it feels like it, it's, it, it's thirsty. Like it's almost like it got burned and it's dried and it needs to be soiled again and nourished. And I think from then, then there would be the, the healing on your like entire system. Um, yeah, I think that that's what, I, that's what I, I would recommend. And I would say, believe in yourself, you know, believe in your intuition and believe in what you are feeling is true for you because you're very right on as far as I can see with what's going on. So don't lose that, but really trust that. You're, you're very connected with what's happening. Wow. Okay, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, this has really been uh, consuming my life, unfortunately, for yeah. a while now, so. Yes, I can, say, I can sense oh. that. Yeah, but don't don't ever, you know, don't ever give up. I always tell this to everybody. We're meant to heal. We're meant to be happy. We're meant to have an effortless life. We're meant to go through these things. And there's always an other side. So, you know, for you and me and all of us here, like, let, let's keep going. It's never a dead end, ever, as far as healing is concerned. Never. So there's always healing that can come. Yeah, I love that you're saying that. Um, thank you for calling Marcia. in. I hope, hope that helped you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, I thank love that you. you're saying that. You know, one of my teachers for trauma work used to say that our psyche is like a plant, you know, like the plant, you know, searches for the light. You know, our psyches are always searching for the healing and yes. putting it out there. I'm ready. All of a sudden, I always, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, all of a sudden someone shows up in your yeah. heart like me, yeah. you tonight, maybe for a lot of our listeners, that is yeah. going to take them to that next, to that next place of healing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always, I mean, 
regardless of what it is. I mean, I truly, fully believe, and I've seen that. It, there's always healing, always, 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 always healing. And if we ask for it, if we open with, to it, like you just said, if we connect with it, it will come. Sometimes we just need to be open to it and ask for help. And then the universe or guides or whatever greater, then it says, oh, great. So here it is, you know? Yeah. We, it's, if anything, anybody, any of our listeners get from this, it's like never, it's never a dead end regardless of what it is. Like death is not a dead end, right? Our loved ones come back and they speak to us and they're alive. It's the same thing. It's never, so a, true. It's never an end. You know what's been fascinating to me in working with Kelly and, and now you're reiterating it is that it's very similar on all different levels, spiritually, physically, our humanness, our spiritual side. It's, it's, it's all so connected and similar. Yes. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it is all connected. It is all intertwined. You know, we yeah. just sometimes, a lot of the times, pay attention more to the physical because that's what's here. That's what we're used to. Right. But everything right. is one. Everything is intertwined. One doesn't exist without the other. Doing things to one does not not affect the other. It's it's all connected. It, it's yeah. really that's why like having you know it's been wonderful being here with you know you both are such different specialties and different beings and different connections and just like this synergy of energy i think it's perfect because it, it just shows okay here see you bring it all together and it creates something beautiful so it's the same with all of us well yeah. we definitely i mean i'm going to speak for shirley we, please we want you on the show a lot more <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, everybody out there is going to say that because yeah. you're true you're really terrific your energy is phenomenal wow. and maybe really next is. time we have you on you could do some sort of i don't know healing for for our yeah. listeners yeah. I, I think and that would be something amazing group. so folks check out the group that's uh, scrolling across the page here uh both sides now tv community group Prajna is part of that group now as well. So she'll be posting in there. Hopefully she'll share her insights and and and, and what she went through when that 14-day uh, quarantine. Sure. <laughs> on your Facebook and, and people can yeah. really relate to that. And so I um, also wanted to let people know that, uh, let's see here, we are about five minutes over time. So it's up to you ladies. If you want to continue, just let me know. We can continue. We do have another call holding. And um, folks would love to continue if you're willing to. So I know Prajna is probably 100 degrees where you're at in India. So I don't yeah, know. It feels like there. 106 right now. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, it's okay. I'm happy to take another call if you guys are happy. Do you want to do, we'll do one more. And also, let's not forget that you can find Prajna also in yes. Marianne Boyer's book, uh, the, gift, yes. the Gift Within Us. She's you know, awesome. I think that with all that we're talking about here, Marianne, you know, because in a way, I've always felt like, you know, with a medium or a healer, sometimes people feel that there's such separation, you know, like we're just like gifted people that are like special or chosen or, and they're not, you know, and I think what Marianne's intention in the book was and is, and it's so beautiful is that, you know, it's called the gift within us. We all have that. And that's, you know, what we were talking about earlier, like to become within and really listen. She really, she has all these stories of like three, 33, you know, gifted people that describe completely different lives, yeah. you yeah. know? And that means that every single one of us out there could be in this book. It could be, you know, like billions of stories speaking yeah. about intuition and the, and the gift and, and so, 
it's such a it's such an important piece and and we're and it's all important just like you know there are surgeons that are like absolutely amazing and painters that are absolutely amazing doesn't mean not everybody can paint you know everybody can but but there there are different levels but we all have it and we all can cultivate it and you know if for everyone anyone here that is really wanting to connect more with this intuitive piece it's a great great book that has you know specific steps and guidance and then it oh did we lose like her? it's her gift oh. to the oh, no. world like part of her mission yeah. you know to invite everyone and say listen you have it too you know you know prajna is they're talking about all this stuff and Kelly and Shirley, but like, how about you? Like, how do we find yours and how can you help yourself or the world? Like, the, how do you want to use it? So I feel like it's a it's a treasure. It's not, I haven't known of a book talking about uh, this in this way before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really is without that book, I don't know that we would have known about you. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I know, I know, and it just feels like we were meant to do this all along. Oh, I'm I'm so you feel so familiar to me. Me too. And you me almost too. look yeah. exactly like like a cousin of mine in Argentina. That you you just feel so familiar. It's so interesting. Mm. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I look at both of you, and I'm like. How many hundreds of years have we done this? Like, it can't just be an hour. It can't just be like, I feel like we've been together for so many so different true. lifetimes. All so, right. John, do you want to do one yes. more? Yes. yes. We have Daryl yeah. calling from New York. Hi, Daryl. Hi. Thank you for your you patience. Tonight? Hi. Uh, I don't think I have a question. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I've gone through an emotional week and I have my two sons that have also had some very emotional things happening. Um, we're all, I, I don't know, it just, I guess because of all the death that's going on and all the sickness, it's bringing in up a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm sure you know what I'm speaking of, but it's bringing in a lot of pain. Yeah. Oh, Let me get yeah. Prajna on. It's, she's, she's here. Okay, here she is. I could not hear what um, okay, our dear Darryl, listener could repeat, shared. Could you repeat one second? Go ahead. Sure. I was just saying, I was just saying that uh, I, with all that's going on in the world, with the pain of the COVID and um, people the grieving, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. it's bringing up a lot of... Oh, yeah. um, feelings and pain for my sons and myself mm -hmm. yes. and um, a lot of anxiety and as a mother I want to protect them they're grown men but I want to protect mm -hmm. them but of course it's just very hard very hard yes yes thank you for bringing this up because I feel like I you know we talked a lot about the positivity of all of this and and it is a difficult difficult time and what you just said is very very real I think for all of us myself included I think we all have times of grief of fear of sadness of you know depression of anxiety and wanting our loved ones to be safe I find that it's really important to allow ourselves to feel that 
Uh, it's part of healing work. You allow yourself to be present with what's there. Um, I think I would say the, the balance that the fine line is not to then let ourselves go into a hole with it, you know, not become that. So we feel it, we allow it to be experienced through our bodies, but then we use our grounding and we use our minds to help keep us balanced. So all of that is, is happening in the world. But there's also a lot of beauty and positivity. So we got to keep, you know, we're present with all. We're, we can't deny all the deaths, all the people financially going bankrupt and all of the, you know, people that can't even be with their loved ones that are dying. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. So what I have found is that, I mean, I, I have a deep, deep, deep trust in God or the universe, the greater power. I don't believe this is happening by mistake. So when I go into places of sadness or fear or grief, I feel that. And then my way is I go into prayer and I say, I trust you and I trust what's happening. And please hold me and hold my loved ones and hold the world and help all of our journeys be the right journeys. I mean, a lot of the people that are dying, that is the right journey. We can't look at death as a wrong Things. So it doesn't make it easy. So that's that's what's helped me. Just like truly going into this trust and sometimes like laying my heart down. I, I do in this way at the feet of God or the universe and saying, "Here's my heart, and right now it's struggling. So just hold me and just help us all. Just help us all, you know." And just I do that over and over again. So I'll. I do that with my prayers nightly, and um, uh, it's just that, you know, I, I am still grieving the loss of a son, and um, I always will. Of but, course. Like I said, as a mother, I try to protect my other son, and yes. it gets hard. It's so hard, and I, I'm, I think your heart will probably always grieve that loss, and it's okay. You know, it, it's not something you have to get over or move on or be fine with. It's okay. Like losing a son, I can't imagine what that might be like. So I, I wish I could hold you, like hug you and hold your heart right now because, you know, and I think that's the beauty of even you calling in and connecting with the, with the four of us here. I'm sure all of our four hearts here are reaching out to you right now. And, and that's the beauty of human connection. You know, there are things that are, we can't make better, we can't change, we can't do any of that, but we can be with each other present. I don't think there's anything I can do or say now to make it better that you lost your son and that your heart's hurting forever. But, you know, I, I, I hear you and I'm, I'm, my heart's reaching out to you and I think all of our hearts are. And spirit is in motion because we extended the show and we rarely ever do yeah. that. So I have to say, pretty much know, never. Daryl, Daryl, that's 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 because we needed to get you on the line and and you need yes. to be validated. I, I, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. and, and you and Kelly are always so good to me when I call, <laughs> and I always feel so much better when I speak to you. Oh, okay. it's the, tonight, this energy, even even feeling it. Mm -hmm. through um, uh, Dr. Shirley and Prajna, mm -hmm. I just feel uh, the tears are just coming. For, they're just coming. Mm -hmm. yeah. energy, it's healing energy, though. It's huh? like a healing energy, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you for yeah. calling. Thank you. Thank you for sharing and being present with us in such a an honest and raw way. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gift to receive and to be invited in into such a private private place. So thank you so much. And Daryl's a part of our group and folks who are sending her love, surround her with love in the group as well. Folks, be sure to join the group, Both Sides Now TV community group. That's where we're there for each other. We're there there to support one another through all of this. And it's a very difficult time for us all. Yes. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you. We leave the call feeling better than when you called in. All right, hon. Take care. Wow. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. yeah, we never, we never stay after. I mean, because you know, we just haven't done that, and so it certainly needed to happen. Mm-hmm. It did. I mean, and I, I mean, I'm sure you all can feel the energy. There's yeah. such yeah. deep healing that was calling to happen yeah. there, yeah. you know. And this is this was so so important, and I yeah. think it perfect because life can be difficult. You know, and, and yeah. it, sometimes we just presence each other like this, you know, presence, I find it's the deepest healer. You know, we can talk about healing techniques and whatever, you know, until we're blue in the face. Nothing's as healing as presence and love and an open oh. heart, you know, right? That is right so on. true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Wow. Prashna, well, I love you. Oh, I love her. No, I love her. We all love her. I love you. We all love you. you. Yes. And you're going to get a lot of clients from this. So just to let you know, so it's Prajna Avalon. That's P-R-A-J-N-A-A-V-A-L-O-N.com. Because we do have this living on as an audio podcast now. So for those who aren't watching on video, they're listening to us. So they can actually go back and watch the video as well to see beautiful Prajna and the energy that she's exuding from, yeah. <laughs> from this yeah. connection. So, oh, um, yeah. but definitely uh, we are now on mm-hmm. audio podcast. So I want to make sure people know how they can reach out to her. So it's Prajna at prajnaavalon.com. That's P-R-A-J-N-A at P-R-A-J-N-A-A-V-A-L-O-N.com. So. Yeah, that's thank on the screen you. for those who are watching. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. you. This has so been much. so thank incredibly you. beautiful. Oh I am gosh. so grateful. And wow, I, wow. I, I, I hope we can do it again. I just feel oh, like I, I, my will. heart okay. is so open I, right now. I want oh, you to stay too. on the line. Please stay on. Don't. Yes. Uh, because we'll have the three of us, four of us, will get together second this is over, and then yes. we'll figure out a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. oh, it's a yes. must. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's a definite must. Yeah. Thank you. Check out Marianne's book, The Gift Within Us yeah. Intuition, Spirituality, yeah. and the Power of Your Inner Voice. That's on Amazon. And we can't thank, thank you, Marianne, for connecting. Thank you, Marianne. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you all for tuning in. And we will see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Everyone. <laughs> we will see you on Thursday, Thursday for our spiritual check in oh, yes. with Kelly. And we're going to actually talk about auras on that yes, show. So are. be sure to check, check in on Thursday. Details in the group. You've been listening to Both Sides Now, featuring the unconventional duo, Dr. Shirley and Kelly White. Two perspectives, one world.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.